0: You're listening to Security Speaking, the SSI podcast. Good day, everyone. I'm happy to be joined by Bill Bozeman, soon to be former CEO of PSA Security Network, and his successor, Matt Barnett. We're going to be chatting some about this big news for PSA and the leadership transition. Matt, of course, most recently served as an executive with HIV Global's North American Business Unit. He was also president at Mercury Security. And before that, he served as president of AMAG Technology. Matt, I'd like to jump in right there, man. When the announcement landed, uh, I immediately sent a message to my colleague, Scott Goldfein, with simply stating, didn't see that coming. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> you have immense experience from a manufacturer's perspective, and of course, dealing with integrators all the while in in, in your career, specifically though you know coming from the access control world world, how does that relate to helping systems integrators and and what's your message to them?
1: yeah, it's great to be here for so Rodney, and thanks for taking the time right before the holidays so Exciting, and uh, quite frankly, I've been a bit uh, overwhelmed with all the response since the news uh, went out yesterday. Uh, so it is, uh, it is, you know, it's an exciting time in the industry and exciting uh, for this for me in this role, but uh, understand the question. You know, I started in the business, hard part for me to say it, but it's been 30 years, and I started a system integrator in Northern California that was a PSA member, so my it sounds it sounds kind of cheesy, but my first business trip as a quote unquote working adult uh, was to PSA Tech. Uh, my first year of working for this uh, security integrator, and so in some ways this is uh, you know going full circle. Um, so while I, I worked in the system integration business for a number of years, I had primarily been on the manufacturer side, uh, but I think people you know. Uh, Assume that when you're on the manufacturer side, you're not really interacting with integrators. But in reality, that's, you know, 70, 80 percent of your time is trying to build a channel and working with the channel, and trying to help the channel sell your product. Uh, so, you know, you end up uh, actually interfacing with integrators uh, quite a bit in those roles. And so uh, throughout my career, you know, having that relationship with the uh, with the system integrators have been very important. And I think it has certainly helped because you know, they, they can tell you things about your product that your engineers don't even know. So uh, I always found it, um, we get the most, you know, benefit and feedback when we're talking to, uh, the integrators that are using the product, installing the product, troubleshooting the product. And so, uh, I'm very comfortable in, in that environment, you know, but, uh, you know i'm not here to tell integrators how to do their job i don't think that's the job of psa we're trying to provide the tools if you will to help them be more successful so you know taking over from what bill has really um, implemented uh this strategic initiatives uh the strategy that he's he's laid out for psa and just continuing that on and make sure that we can t- continue to bring value and be relevant uh, as this market changes and you know we're all in a difficult situation with the pandemic so we're just trying to get through that this difficult time right and uh, and be in better shape when when things finally start to open up in a, in a larger way
0: yeah great Bill can you describe you know the interest in this role with with PSA were you getting you know were people just coming at you from all over the place about from all over throughout the ecosystem and channel as you know as potential suitors for this position
2: Yes. Uh, and of course, the, the process itself, Rodney, was um, very methodical and organized. So, and it was lengthy, as well as Matt will tell you, approximately uh, one year. So um, it really um, was directed by our board of directors, which were elected by our equity partners. Um, they participated. Uh, they put together a succession planning committee, which was led by one of our directors, Terry Revey. Prior to that, it was Kerry. It was led that from who's now at, of course running the uh, security group, the electronic security group at allied universal. But we also had a consultant Kingsley gate uh, who does a lot of work in physical security and cybersecurity and our management team was involved. So that's an l- awful lot of people. Um, so it was, it was once again, Kingsley gate directed the program because this is what they do for a living. And we really, they ran through literally, um, The committee did not meet with 100 candidates, but Kingsley Gate actually had over 100 candidates um, for the position after the job description was agreed upon by the board of directors and senior management. So it's quite the process. And uh, we narrowed it down to uh, 20 and then to 10. And then everyone got very involved at that point when we went down to approximately 10 candidates and then final three. And here we are with Matt and um, just delighted. You know, my personal thought is he'll be an excellent fit um, for, for many different reasons. And your thoughts on, was it always going to be
0: from somebody outside PSA? Did you also have interest from, from inside the organization?
2: Yeah, you know, the, yes, of course. And um, we, we do have a great, um, uh, Matt's fortunate and PSA's fortunate in that we have a really solid management team currently in place. Uh, but, you know, the CEO job is a unique bird. And um it's a very unique bird and um, you know this was a decision by the board and um, but we did have some interest in, and i I believe that you know there's a lot of growth potential for some of the employees in PSA, so that'll work out that will work its way out in the, in the wash eventually
0: okay, okay Mac, can you give us maybe your top three um I don't know if, challenge is the right word but as you set out on this new path for you personally you know what are you looking at as far as what sort of mountains you need to climb first in making this transition?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think probably the biggest challenge uh, quite frankly is going to be having to deal with Bill during this transition period. <coughs> he's, got, uh, he's going to be uh, helping uh, for the foreseeable future uh, which is great you know for me is, uh am i'm i'm you know get a bit a uh, you know knowledge dump of 20 years of uh, bill being at, at PSA and and i think really you know going from quite frankly i think was you know dire straits at one point in time still there to being a you know very strong financial position and and i think in a great uh, great reputation um in north america as an you know class a organization so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, getting that uh, that information relayed over over the time. Uh, you know, I think in the pandemic, you know, and, and it seems like every day there's um, uh, more difficult news coming at us. Uh, whether this thing is ending, even with the you know, the, we always told the vaccines were the nirvana. Now, uh, you know, it sounds like the vaccine is going to drag out for a long time, and and whether or not it's uh, going to be 100% effective and what have you. So. Uh, you know, we, we need to keep our eye on the ball financially to make sure that, um, you know, we're doing all the right things. Um, hopefully, business is going to continue to grow. I think we've seen that uh, that happen, especially in the last uh, two quarters. Um, but, you know, if anything uh, goes off the rails here in, in 2021, uh, you know, we need to be able to, uh, uh, to respond to that. So, uh, you know, that, that's certainly a, probably the biggest challenge looking at us uh, right now. And then you know, with any change of this magnitude you know it creates a bit of fear uh, uncertainty not only with the employees but with the members so you know need to uh, help build those relationships that Bill has formed with the membership of PSA over the last 20 years and you know that doesn't happen overnight and it makes it more difficult when you can't go out and shake hands and, and uh, break bread together so you know have to be a concerted effort to make sure that uh, the membership feels as uh, confident and um, and you know is has the trust in me that they've certainly had in Bill over you know the, the last twenty years and then I, I think you know lastly uh, I think there's a great team at PSA. what i've found is this uh, you know this current environment um, you know employees are deciding to change their lives they're moving back home they're moving out of state uh, people deciding to retire so you know, I always look internal to our employees as being our, our greatest resource, and uh, hopefully we can, you know, continue to uh, maintain a great staff and, you know, fill any any gaps that are created because of whatever changes. So, um, you know, you just have to be aware that, um, you know, people are, as, as strange as it sounds, and having just moved myself, the movers are telling me it, it's more activity now than they've seen in a long time uh, because you know, people wanting to get out of certain places and or financially they need to move, you know, back to be closer to family for one reason or another. And, um, you know, if we lose employees for one reason or another, we need to make sure that we've got the, you know, adequate coverage to do the job. Excellent.
0: Cool. You know, I've actually seen you in action uh, a little bit with integrators attending uh, a couple of years ago, attending the Mercury security channel partner event, Coronado Island um, sitting amongst uh specifiers, integrators, channel, other channel partners. Um, you have uh, a really great rapport with the channel that was obvious. Um, Bill made his mark uh, evangelizing about some things that really took integrators out of their comfort zone, cybersecurity, AV integration, managed services, and really thrust you know the industry as a whole kind of forward. Uh, I can only imagine that rocked a few boats. Are you? Do you have a, a idea yet where you're going to be rocking boats and and pushing comfort zones and trying to broaden the channel and and specifically PSA members?
1: Well, I, I certainly agree with you. I think Bill was way out front on uh, on those those three things specifically. And Unfortunately, I still think we have a long way to go, right? So hosted and managed services are still in their early days. And even though Bill has been uh, pushing that agenda for over 10 years now, um, I think uh, as far as it becoming, um, you know, even 50% of what the integration channel is doing would be a stretch, I would venture to guess it's still just barely double digits um, as far as the amount of business uh, the traditional system integrators are doing when it comes to uh, hosted and managed services. So I still think there's a lot that you know beating the drum, so to speak, is not going to stop on that anytime soon. And as this latest uh, you know in, uh, news cycle is telling us about the uh, the the hack uh, in you know with companies and governments, uh, certainly in the U.S. They're not really talking about it globally but it's you know it's happened all over the world uh, it you know just again shows the uh, the the forethought in what bill and, and the cybersecurity initiative that PSA has been promoting and I, I still think we are again very early days in uh, what this industry needs to do uh, on the cyber side of the business you know and then what you know what comes next um, you know Bill and I've talked about AI and and what type of um, you know impact that's going to have we need to keep a close eye on that and how we can leverage uh, ai technology in the security industry but certainly it's going to be a big benefit uh, in products uh, that that are out there today providing um, you, you know better reporting better intelligence more predictive analysis and so making sure that our you know our integrators are prepared for that and can uh, can consume those types of products i think is going to be very important so, um, you know, while we can't force them to do anything, we can certainly encourage them to take a look and make sure that they're aware and, and, and help, you know, promote uh, where we think things are going to go.
0: Bill, I'm certain this was obviously part of your conversation in the interviewing process with not just Matt, but others. Yes. What do you see as, you know, kind of immediate challenges right now? Maybe you can give us, I don't know, five to 10 year perspective on, on, you know, PSA's challenges and growing as an organization, but you know, just the integration channel overall.
2: Well, I think the integration channel overall is, is healthy. Uh, you know, if you take a look at um, COVID and you know, the two divisions we have, electronic security and Pro-AV, the, the, the electronic security division is, is, has done a little bit better. It's simply because it's considered to be an essential service. I mean, security today is, is not a luxury. Uh, it's an essential service that, uh, that every commercial facility, every government facility needs, and in, in many cases requires. So um, I think it's really good. I, I think, you know, our, we're all about the integrator. Matt knows that. That's one of the reasons he was our candidate. We're all about the integrator, integrator's own PSA, for God's sakes. So we have to do what's right for them. So I do occasionally run up against uh, challenges for the integrator, and um, we, I, I feel that PSA is a spokesperson for the integrator. So you see some, ma- some new manufacturers in particular, Rodney, trying to, I won't mention any names, that won't get us anywhere, but you know, trying to sell the product uh, directly, or just as bad, maybe worse, trying to sell the product directly and simply using the integrator as a, a, a deploying agent, uh, where they're, if it's, let's just say if it's a managed service where the, the manufacturer keeps the recurring revenue stream and maybe gives a pittance to the, um, to the integrator. And certainly we're against this, this, this type of business arrangement. And um, we really don't want any new vendors that have that business arrangement. Yet, um, once again, not, not to get too philosophical here, when you, some of the high-tech new companies uh, don't actually have any, um, anyone with any physical security background or knowledge of the channel. And I think that's very dangerous. I, I could name names and I won't. Um, they just think they can load up the market with salespeople and figure out somehow some way to deploy these products that will make the end user satisfied. In writing, it's not going to work. Um, and regardless of how sophisticated and intelligent the products get, they are not plug and play. And the integrator, as far as I'm concerned, for the foreseeable future has a very solid spot, especially in traditional Systems integration, access control, video surveillance, you know, IP addressable intercom, security intercom, and then all the peripherals. The the big one, the big outstanding one, will be cybersecurity, and how does how does the physical security integrator fit um, there? That's that that is yet to be yet to be determined. So that'll be fun watching that from a distance.
0: And you can obviously consider that essential that they carve out. More than a niche
2: or just a foot in the door in that regard? As far as managed services or specifically cybersecurity?
0: Cybersecurity.
2: Well, I think first of all, see we're working with SIA and security specifiers on a certification for technicians. I believe that's right around the corner. We're excited about that. It's been a lot of work. Uh, both those organizations have been great to work with. And I, 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 foresee that the security specifiers will be writing into the specification for for quite a few projects um, that this certification or a certification of some type relative and specific to cybersecurity. You're going to have to, in order to get on the playing field, in order to be able to bid the projects, you'll need to have this. So it's a big deal. Now, whether the integrator will be required to deploy specific cybersecurity services, that is what I was referring to. That's, That's another level. And what we're recommending is um, that they do not go there, but we are recommending that they partner with a vetted cybersecurity partner. There's a lot of upside there. I mean, at the very least, I mean, we, we, our industry can't be deploying pro- products into the field you know, that have malware and create other backdoors. I mean, we just can't do that. We, we have to accept responsibility for that, the vendors and the integrators. Excellent, excellent. So, Matt, this is going to be a focus of yours. What
0: cybersecurity in your background, working with access control, I presume, and you feel prepared to take this baton and go forward?
1: Well, I, I do have a little bit of a background, um, but you know, certainly, I'm not I'm not a gearhead anymore like I used to be. And I think um, I, what I've recognized is that you, you need to have the people with the right expertise Um, so you know I've been involved with the access control products that I've represented and um, I've been a big fan of providing um, you know making sure a that they're cyber secure so sending them out to third-party penetration testing and um, you know that's fairly expensive to have that done but I think it's a necessary evil Uh, But also providing uh, cyber hardening guides, which, you know, were fairly new to this industry like five years ago. Um, You know, you'd have a hard time getting a a, a hardening guide from a manufacturer uh, other than a a select few. Now, I would hope that most of them have that because, again, as, as Bill said, as much as you can build a product to be cyber secure, you know, it has to be installed in a secure way, right, including things like changing, you know, the default password. And, um, and, and having the you know, proper setup of the products on the network and what have you. So these things come with a lot of bells and whistles now, which didn't exist um, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, you know, I think the, the, the message is that the, you know, the integrators and, and even the vendors um, need to you know, step up and make sure that they're doing the right thing there. So having a certification for the installers, I think is important, but also having the products per, per, you know, properly vetted uh, to make sure that you know we're not um, we're not promoting products that potentially have you know some significant cyber problems with them, I, I think could be you know devastating to our business. So uh, so you know while I have a, a base level understanding, I certainly know my my weaknesses in not getting into the you know the ones and zeros of it, but um, making sure that we are aligned with the partners and bring in the proper expertise as needed.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, as, as we, uh, wrap up our chat here, Bill, I can't let you get away without giving us an idea on, uh, you know, what have you sketched out for your next chapter?
2: Well, I'll, I'll be hanging around, um, Rodney in in, in different ways. I've, I've it's what a great run it's been. Yeah. I, I, you know, the PSA run goes back over 30 years cause 10 years I was an integrator, uh, 20 years that, so that's, you know, really need to thank everybody involved in, in the organization. But no, I'll be still involved. I've got my fingers in several deals right now. I'm sure I'll be working with some of the private equity groups. Um, I, I have a partner in Texas. We're, we're doing some things. Uh, we will be doing some things. He already is. I'm not just yet with uh, a, a think tank at texas a and i A&M. Um, I'm working with a group, another group out of Houston. So it'll be, it'll be fun, but just different. And I, my closing statements will be this is why this is why I can I can work twenty hours a week and, and Matt can now take over the role of seventy to eighty hours a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds like a vacation to me. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Mr. Barnett. <laughs> yep.
0: You guys, thank you so much for jumping on the phone with me here. The our little Video podcast, Matt. Best of luck. I look forward to staying in close touch and and watching you take the uh, take the organization to new heights. Bill, it's always been such a pleasure working with you and seeing you at industry events. Man, look forward to staying in touch as well. You bet. Good luck, thanks, thanks, Rodney. Good luck in the new year, guys.
1: Yes, be well. Talk to you soon.
2: We appreciate your interest and encourage you to subscribe to Security Sales and Integration and its newsletters. Regularly visit securitysales.com for the latest news and follow SSI on social media.